It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Welcome to the Punters, mate, on SEN. It's Punters, mate, time on this Friday afternoon. We are at the 19th of January, 2024. Sam Highland, where is the year going? Where is it going? It's bolting. It's bolting <laughs> away. I tell you what, time's going quickly. And, uh, yeah, well, when I moved to Queensland, Chriso, uh, I didn't have one child at school. On Monday, I will be sending three to oh. school. Three. Three. One school drop-off. How good. I can't <laughs> wait. <laughs> Three, hey, there you go. I think this is my anniversary for moving to uh, to Queensland this week. Is Five it? Five years. Five years. Five years. Hey, time flies. Like I remember driving up here, yeah, looking I've... forward to it, and I've never regretted it. Good stuff. Yeah, well, I'm a bit the same. Uh, it's, uh, uh, at, uh, and I, I lived up here eight months uh, by myself. So, you did? Which was... Well, not really by myself. I had Nathan yeah. Grubby Day. They were tough my, times, though, weren't they, To Sam? hold my head. Tough so, times on your own there. To help me settle in. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> tough, tough times indeed. All right, now, how, I saw some uh, some video of you during the week. My last weekend, wading around in the waters there at Surfers Paradise. What was all that about? Oh, did you? Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, Giving right. tips for somewhere. Oh, that was uh, Alice Springs, of oh. course. Yep. So last weekend, Magic Millions weekend, uh, uh, I was... Uh, well, Andy Lewis was uh, from the Emerald Hotel. Was up last weekend. Uh, him and Mal, and they were uh, they had a show on uh, on Magic Millions Day on the Saturday at the Northcliffe Surf Club. So uh, went down there and and uh, place that one. Oh, it was good. Yeah. Great day. We had a great day. Caught up with lots of people from Melbourne, mm. and uh, it was really good fun. And then we charged into the night and. Look, I got up on the Sunday morning and went for a swim and then uh, obviously had had to put those uh, tips out for Alice Springs on you Sunday. pretty fresh too. Yeah, it was not bad. Yeah. Well, I, I, was, uh, I was not too bad, not yeah. too bad. Now, I, I didn't know that there was a lunch on the Sunday and SEN Track uh, family would be familiar. I've told this story to Cam Luke and Campbell Brown during the week, but um, I ran Fitnickers and said... Uh, Listen, I might, I might stay again tonight, oh, oh. and and then just come home uh, tomorrow morning. And they go well. Di- look, it was it was icy on the end of the phone. It was icy, and uh, look, I I uh, reassess things. At, I reassess <laughs> things, and I came home on that Sunday you did? night. Yeah, I did. So brownie points galore. Well, <laughs> I, I'm not going to say I got brownie points galore, but uh, when I walked in the door, uh, Fit Nickers said. Oh, look, it's Dad. He's come home to his family. Oh, oh what? It was all that stuff. All that stuff. So, well, And uh, that's when you thought, I might as well have stayed out the extra night. <laughs> I'm going to cop it anyway, one way or the other. Well, it's, you know, sometimes you just, sometimes you just weigh it up and you think, listen, I, I think it's my best move to just yeah, head back tonight. Yeah, it's so, not worth the hassle. So uh, I only had a couple of uh just a couple of little beers on uh, on Sunday, and then uh, it was great to catch up with Andy and Mel. And 
Sean Brown and and a few of the others from Melbourne. It was really good fun, and we had a ball. But yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe maybe I should have. I, I didn't realise that there was you know there was a show on Sunday. I thought it was just the Saturday, but. Next year you'll know. Yeah, I reckon if I had planted the seed yeah. that maybe this is going to go yeah. for two nights, you know. You would have got away with it. Yeah, yeah. but but I think it was that, that call. Listen, I think I might come back tomorrow morning. Mm. I, I don't think that was well just, received. You could just feel the, the line freeze. Oh. <laughs> Cohen. Sammy, after that uh, jersey debacle, mate, I think you've got free reigns of all of 2024. I think you can just well, do what you want. You never do. Well, no. someone, it's you forgotten. know, like, you know, we did the big trip, Cohen, and, and <laughs> down to Melbourne with the caravan. So I thought I was, I thought I had plenty in reserve, but tell you what. Clearly not. I, I used them all up on, on the Saturday afternoon, Saturday night, obviously. <laughs> I, had no, I had nothing left. Had no more credits. Yeah, well, no more carrots. I don't know where you're going to get some more from because they're not easy to get. Cohen. Yeah, I'm, live, taking, you, I'm taking you, the kids you, to the movies oh, uh, well, today. So. You live on the Gold Coast, Cohen. Yeah. Do you find an influx of people around the area on during the Magic Millions week? Yeah, definitely. Definitely see yeah, it? Yeah, it's a bit more populated down here. It already is. Uh, it already it's is, Nelso, but especially that time of year. January, everyone's just out and about. Uh, well, I was going to say soaking up the sunshine, but it hasn't been hasn't been that much no. of late. But, no, uh, it's been ordinary. The weather, no doubt about oh, that. It's, I, do you know? It's it's quite amazing, isn't it? Um, I was I took the kids to to Noosa on uh, Wednesday and um, for the day, and um, it rained for most of the morning, you know, on and off throughout throughout the morning. And I was thinking, I reckon for the last couple of weeks it's rained up here, if, hasn't it? If you're no. a holiday maker coming up to the Gold Coast or, or the Sunshine Coast, you'd be gutted. You would have spent oh. a fortune and you'd hardly seen any sunshine. Yeah. It's just been seen some good storms. In saying that. Oh, in, in, someone in, got a bit red. In saying that, I came out of the uh I don't spend much time in the in the water, in the sea, and uh <laughs> but all three kids were going every which way, so I had to get in and uh on Wednesday and I'm, look, I'm going to say, Chris, over two hours I was out there and, wow, cooked lobster on uh, Wednesday night. For those who can't see, and that's everybody, Cohen, I'll just tell you that he flashed his stomach at me then <laughs> and his stomach was real. I'm thinking, was it from paddling your surfboard for two hours? No, it was. I was just, well, they were on <laughs> boogie boards and and uh, uh, Tilda's only four and she's she's really got the hang of the boogie board, but she got dumped. Good fun, aren't they? She got dumped and... She was, uh, you, you, it's not funny at the time because she got a bit of a fright, but it was, uh, it looked funny, you know, because I was like, oh, I don't know how this is going to go. And then, <laughs> wow, we, but lucky, um, you know, when you get sunburn like this, you come home to, to, to your wife and you ask her to rub the aloe vera oil in, stomach. in and, and she goes, yeah, no problems. Come over here. If only that happened. If only that happened. I had Will rubbing it on yeah, the back. I'm say. going, hey, mate, can you just rub yeah. it a bit in the middle? When you've been married a while, the answer is, are you kidding me? No way. I'm not doing that. Anyway. Come back on, to the Magic that's ridiculous. Millions. It is ridiculous. <laughs> back to the Magic Millions, of course. Uh, the highlight was the big two-year-old race last week, won by Storm Boy.
A long way back, Spirited Territory, Ash Mashani Ego, topping the straight, Stormboy struck the front, Arabian Summer into the clear, likewise Highness getting through in the middle, Erno's Cuban Spywire out wider, it's Stormboy in front, 100 metres left to run, Highness can't bridge back the margin, then Spywire, but it's all Stormboy, and Stormboy is too good for them in the two-year-old, Stormboy by three. It was only a restricted race, Sammy, we know that, but he was pretty impressive. He was, and... You know, we say, I've spoken about it uh, throughout the week on, on uh, Trackside and Gay Waterhouse, Adrian bought horses and oh. Gay Waterhouse, I mean, but, well, Tommy Smith's horses and now Gay Waterhouse's horses, Gay Waterhouse, Adrian Bott. They are just so tough, aren't they? Yeah, they like, run through brick walls. They just find. And, and, you know, you think to yourself, it's time and time again you see these horses having tough runs. Yep. But then they still kick on in yep. the straight. And, you know, I'm like, gee whiz, you know, it's so many horses that, that you back. They have a run like that and they found wanting the last furlong. Their horses find another gear. It's unbelievable. Well, unbelievable. they had one in the second race, the, the debut for the Phillies called Two Darn Lizzie. I don't know if you saw that race. I did. And it was, it was gone. Halfway down the straight, the, the challenges were there. It was hanging around yep. the turn. It yep. was hanging around the turn. Head on the side, and I was like, oh, this, oh, this is going to get rolled. Because the world was on it, yep. including D Taggart. And and then what happened? It, it just finds. It just bounded away. Ended just... up winning by 1.5 lengths. Did you see who owns that horse? To, yes, Andrew Lloyd Webber. Yeah. Yeah, that was an interesting story. Sir. Sir Andrew, Andrew Lloyd. Lord, actually. Oh, is it Lord? Lord ac- yeah, Lord. Well, yeah. The royalty. Yeah. Not royalty. It's well, good. Is it royalty? Lords yeah, of yeah. Lords Royal. Yeah. yeah. Well, that was uh, that was it's great. It's regal anyway. What's regal? That's right. <laughs> they tra- uh, trained three winners on the day. Gay Waterhouse, Adrian Bott. Uh, I mean, a few years ago she'd gone off the boil, but gee, they got some two-year-olds in that stable. Yeah, it's uh, that you know they they are just you can back their horses and have so much confidence, you, and that, you know that, where they're going to be in the run. That's it. They're not going to be out the back. Up there. They're not going to be out the back looking for runs or you know weaving home, running up backsides. They're always going to be up the front, and they're always going to be giving plenty. So. You know, if you want to follow a stable in big races, you should be uh, crazy not to follow that one. Uh, highlights from last week, look, there was plenty of them. Obviously, Stormboy was a highlight. Great to see our good friend, friend of the show, Martin Harley, Sammy, ride the winner of the uh, Magic Millions three-year-old guineas. Yes, we've been uh, spooking Martin for a long time and basically, gee, when he first got here and and uh, put in some great rides and, and I was like, this bloke, will, he'll really... Uh, Bag plenty of winners, and then obviously he had that uh, that fall with the injury. He had serious Two injuries. Two breaks in his neck, and yeah, uh, great effort to come back. And he's uh, yeah, he's a, he's a great jockey, and he's getting good opportunities, and mm. uh, he's doing a super job. So yeah, it's um, it, really good, really good to see. And we will be chatting to Martin very shortly. So uh, thought we get him on the show this week after his success. Haven't spoken to him for some time. Um, other highlights, uh, look. I know uh, Rothfire got beaten, but I thought um, his run was good considering he was four and five wide the entire trip. And 61 kilos. Yeah, the uh, it was a bit on speed, that track, would you say? It was. Uh, I don't know. Later in the day, we had Lady Laguna run on. Yeah. King of Sparta run on. Yeah. Look, it's never any, you know, you're always at an advantage of being on speed anyway. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I would have thought they might push a little bit further forward with, with Rothfire. Mm. He sat three and, or three lengths off them, maybe four lengths off them. Yeah. Was never going to get into the race, but he did a good job. He did a good job, no doubt about that. He did better than his stable mate, Prince of Boom. I don't know what's happened to him. 
He was very disappointing. He's yeah. gone right off the boil. This Prince of Boom. Lady Laguna won the last race. She's a ripper, isn't she? She is. Uh, she's going really well. And she, she, there was a few that uh, got out on her, wasn't there? Yes, there was. Um, she was ridden back in the field. She hadn't run 1,300 metres before, but she certainly ticked that box. She was very strong to the line. Jun Quira was good in that race. Uh, didn't want to go into the gates, missed the start, and ran on well into fourth spot. King of Sparta was impressive. He loves the Gold Coast this time. There's certain horses. We saw it with 11-11. Uh, yeah. He won three times on Magic Millions Day uh, and has now been retired. But uh, we see these horses bob up each and every Magic Millions Day, and uh, they, they tend to run well. They like to... They like the conditions at the Gold Coast. Jun Quira is another one of those. Have I missed anything there with all those winners? Uh, good to see Chris Anderson win the uh, the two-year-old debut for the Colts and Geldings with Lead Me On, Sammy. It's going well, Chris Anderson. Yeah, he's got a few nice horses, hasn't sneaky, he? He's a sneaky guy. Sneaky. He's got, he's got very got a nice guy, but he's sneaky. He's got a couple of nice chances uh, this weekend. <laughs> well, Smart Recognition, I reckon, is uh, yes. a horse that's been well-placed and yep. uh, going really well. So uh, it'll be... Um, It'll be a good chance uh, to tomorrow. For a chat again soon. For sure. Um, some news. Uh, Amelia's Jewel, that Perth mare we know so well, Group 1 winner of the Northerly, uh, is heading to the, possibly the Brisbane Carnival in the winter, Sammy, which is good news. That's a positive, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll go to Sydney for the Sydney or some races in Sydney and then come to Brisbane, and then they're looking for a Sydney trainer after that, and we'll be based in the uh, eastern states or in New South Wales. So looking forward to seeing Amelia's Jewel. She'd be a real draw card here in the wintertime. Yeah, we've seen, uh, well, the Winter Carnival's the last Not that far years, away. Yeah, it's it's been really strong, hasn't it? You know? It has been. It'll get stronger and stronger. Um, 11-11, we mentioned now retiring. Bit some news I, I picked up during the week. Steph Thornton's coming back to riding shortly. I'm not sure when that exactly is. But, uh, of course, Steph and Ben had the baby last year. And we did ask Ben a while back, is Steph? Got any thoughts of coming back? And he sort of gave us an indication that she probably would. Uh, so that's going to happen uh, down the track. Not sure how far away that is, but saw some photos of Steph uh, recently. I don't think she'd have to lose any weight to get back in the saddle. Oh, well, that's that, for sure. That's. Uh, Am I allowed to say that? That, that was that's, a comp yeah. comp that's a compliment, by no, the way. That, yeah, that's. Uh, let's have a chat about something that's probably close to your heart, Sammy. Now, I'm going to preface this with uh, introducing Sam Hyland, Group 1 winning Macau jockey. Yeah. Correct? Well, it was... Uh, Champion Group 1 winning Macau no, jockey. Because I know you love that tag. Not at all. Not at all. It was... Uh, We're closing down. Well, it was a class one that I rode. Uh, the, the Director's Cup, I won the, the big sprint race there. And uh, Macau, and it was good time. Good times uh, for me. Yeah, spent 18 months there in Macau. And it was great... Um, Great place, and racing was so strong back then. John Didham was, uh, he was behind getting me over there, and uh, John was there for 10 years, I think, leading jockey for five years and then ran second every other year, and he, he was, uh, like, he just, he was a jet. He just cleaned up over there and won all all their big race, races, major races, and, um, yeah, he was, uh, Macau was such a great place for, for Johnny, and, uh a big part of, of his career. And, yeah, it was it was a great place back then. You know, there was a lot of horses in the country. Gambling was strong and um, and, the, and the punting side of things was, was really strong. And I guess um, it's, yeah, it's just sad to, to see it um, sort of wither away 
in in recent years and and it's been for i would say for the last 5 years it's just been slowly getting smaller and smaller and smaller COVID? and re- COVID oh, didn't help. even before that even before covid um it was struggling and yeah i i guess um uh it's it it probably needed you know ideally it needed the hong kong jockey club to to step in and maybe come on board with them and and uh you know help them out or but Macau is, you know, they they sort of uh, ran their own show and and yeah, it's sadly it's going to close down and and now I, I think I read an article last night where um it was said that uh, it it was said that uh, that it's going to be used as a theme park the oh, really? the um, space where the racetrack is and they were going to build theme parks there and uh, for leisure activities and whatever but. Really disappointing, and and but it's um it's been on the cards for for some time, and and I guess um a lot of people just lost lost faith in in Macau racing, you know, going back a, a fair way. Like I say, I you know I was lucky enough in the time that I was there that that racing was really strong, prize money was great, the gambling was huge, and uh, but it was yeah it 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 sort of got a bit of a bad name through um. Uh, what used to go on there, I guess, and and it, it um and then it just it, it's uh, slowly well, fell away, and and now it's <clears throat> going to finish up, and and yeah, I I think um, gee, it's it's a it's a bit of a concern, isn't it, when you you see Singapore and Macau, yeah. and um, it's yeah, they're they're in in countries where gambling was is really strong, and obviously Macau is is got those huge um casinos and it's it's you know they're they're apparently their turnover is so much bigger than what vegas does and it's a it's such a popular gambling mecca and then you know the horse racing couldn't survive i went to macau once yeah and i went to the casino um and i couldn't get over this is when it was portuguese rule yep and i couldn't get over in the casino at the time you go to somewhere like crown or anywhere in Australia. It was all very flash. And you go to the casino in Macau and sitting there and the, the girl that was the croupier was dealing the cards, was doing her nails at the same time. <laughs> she, and then she just chucked the cards across the table. Um, it was just like, you know, whatever. There was no, there was no, you know, um, uh, flashness about the place at all. Was no. and, 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 and the but, other thing, they, they put their, they lift up the cards with their, their thumbs and they bend the whole card. Yeah. I yeah. didn't quite understand that, all that. That's, um, yeah, that, that, that's, uh, uh, well, that, and obviously that was back when, um, so Stanley, and when I was there, Stanley Aho owned all the casinos um, and it was like, um, I think there was 13 casinos yes. in the country and then there was the the Lisboa, uh, which was the, the famous one, the most famous one in Macau. And then the Vegas style casinos, MGM and Wins and they, yeah. um, the Venetian, then they got in. And then the place just went gangbusters. Is it still going and, well? Or is it, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And and then uh, and then Stanley and then Stanley Ho built the Grand Lisboa, yeah. which um, yeah. And so, but back back in the day, um, when when it was just uh, those Chinese casinos, <laughs> it was like oh yeah, exactly. It was as you say, it was nothing like what we ah. experience, like when we go to Crown or anything. But now now. Um, you know the Venetian and um, the Grand Lisboa, and th- those places are quite amazing. And and uh, yeah, they they obviously moved with the times, and hence the reason that it's um, 
you know, it's such a, a popular uh, gambling country, yeah. More history gone, Sammy, unfortunately, but uh, at least you can always have your memories of being there. Good memories, obviously. Um, just quickly, Leap to Fame, the Inter-Dominion winner resumes at Albion Park tomorrow night. So race four, Leap to Fame. We'll see him. He's heading towards the Hunter Cup, which is the time-honoured race in Victoria, of course. Uh, the Group 1 Hunter Cup, which I think is worth about 450000 500000 coming up shortly. As I mentioned, today's guest on the show is Martin Harley. But also remember, racing action continues every day. Across the Sunshine State, check racingqueensland.com.au for where racing or where Queensland is racing today. And I can tell you, we don't have too many meetings going on at the moment. We lost Dolby today, Sam. Yeah, I see that. 62 mils of rain or something overnight. So Dolby's gone. I'm not sure if that's going to be repositioned somewhere next week. Uh, we have the Sunshine Coast tonight on a heavy track and more rain expected. Tomorrow, we race at Eagle Farm and we also race at Townsville. That's it. Pretty low uh, numbers for a Saturday. And Sunday's meeting has been transferred from the Sunshine Coast to Ipswich. Uh, and the Sunshine Coast will be the venue for racing next Saturday, the main meeting. So obviously want to protect the track there for next Saturday's meeting. So there you go. That's racing in Queensland this weekend. Defiant Spirit in front, three quarters clear. Royal Tribute in second. Vanquish next. The King runs on. Sovereign Fun behind those, then Trifling. Chrysler all with plenty to do. Weagle Tiger out wider on the track with a bounding. 200 metres left to run. Defiant Spirit, Royal Tribute, Sovereign Fund a bounding, closing out wider. Sovereign Fund a bounding, a bounding over the top, a bounding. A bounty wins the three-year-old Giddies, beats Sovereign Fund. And He's a little ripper abounding, Sammy, and, of course, ridden by Martin Harley. I have to ask Martin straight away. Martin, how many times have you watched the replay of that race? Oh, I, lo- I, lo- I definitely lost count because I've watched it that many times. <laughs> <laughs> the videotape's getting a bit scratchy. <laughs> uh, yes, correct, correct. <laughs> Uh, uh, however many times I've watched it, my wife's definitely watched it more times than me. I thought well, she actually wrote it by me as well, many times as <laughs> she watched it. Funny you should <laughs> say that because I was watching. Uh, I was watching the replay, and I saw your wife in the man in the enclosure there, and she was very, very excited. And I was just going to ask you: Has she uh, has she been out shopping since the big win? Because she was very excited. Oh, she was. Um... She was very excited. Probably happy to get me out of the house after wearing a halo for five and a half months. She was like absolutely <laughs> delighted with that. Uh, so I'm not sure if it was about getting out of the halo or getting that big win. No, it was it was fantastic, and uh, no, she was she was wrapped as as you were wrapped. And uh, I think one of the most uh, important points that I got out of it was uh, when Rob Heathcote was um, was interviewed after the race. I think he he said this a couple of times actually that he was quite happy to go straight from. Uh, the gold edition into the uh, the Magic Millions three-year-old guineas. But that was your recommendation that the filly not have another run. And you thought she'd go straight to the 1,400 metres and she'd run it out, and she did. Yeah, no, she's obviously, she's pretty versatile. One thing I love about the filly, wherever you put her in a race, she relaxes. She's got a really good head on her, you know. She, um... And, you know, the proof's in the pudding because that 80-minute delay, that filly could have easily boiled over. You know, we went to the barriers. We were on their back for 15 or 20 minutes. Then we were told to go back to the mounting yard. Uh, saddles were taken off. They were walked around for 20 minutes, and then they were resaddled. You know, it, it's a big performance on a day like that. You know, a lot of horses can boil over, uh, but thankfully she kept everything together and, um, yeah, managed to... Go back to the barriers the second time, relax, good in the running. Yeah, she's seen the 1,400 out, but the question you're asking me, 
Um, I just thought she had a tough enough race at Eagle Farm when I got up to win the gold edition, and I just didn't think we, you know, sometimes you can go to the well once too often, and I thought if we had a runner in between the gold edition and the Magic Millions, we just just might have lost her in between, you know, and, and especially when the Magic Millions was our um, grand finale, you know. That's prep, anyway. You raise a good point there. Did you see any other horses you think might have reacted to that uh, delay? Well, do you know what? The horse Mark Zara rode the king. You know, he was he, he can misbehave in the mounting yard a little bit, and he was the same going out the first time as 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 the second time, really. But when a horse is using that much energy in the mounting yards, and you know the resaddled in between, it's very hard to ask them for a you know to come back and be as good the second time. You know, after an yep. eighty minute delay, especially the first time we went to the barriers, the heat was unbelievable. The humidity mm. was like ninety percent. So, you know, it was a big ask for all horses, but I'm just glad to see that the horse that caused the delay, he's okay, and hopefully he makes a comeback. Um, you know, he's obviously a horse with a lot of talent. He was a favourite in the race, and I think he's four stars and four wins or something like that, um, Sydney Bowler. So I was, I was very happy to see him being okay for connections moving forward because, you know, he was stuck under them barriers for quite a while. And, yeah, you, no, no one likes to see that in a racing game. Um, but thankfully, he's okay for the that team moving forward. Martin, a uh, new track at the Gold Coast there. Tell us about what it's like to ride on and, um, you know, if it's uh, if it's an improved surface, it looked to be, gee, the the horses look to, to get around those bends beautifully. Oh, it's definitely improved. There's a, a difference in day and night than, uh, than the old track. Um, they've done an unbelievable job, the team back at the Gold Coast. Um, I have... I didn't race right. There was one one meeting previous to the Magic Millions. Well, two, sorry. Um, we rode, obviously, the Waves Day and then Magic Millions. But there was one meeting previous to the Waves Day, and I was meant to be there, but I had to go to Eagle Farm. Um, but I ridden a few trials on the track, and I knew it was going to be a success the minute I rode trials on it. You know, and a lot of jockeys, not just me, a lot of jockeys was happy with the track and the bends. The camber, canvas on the bends, unbelievable. Um, but yeah, ten out of ten to be honest, and I'm not just saying that because I've had a winner because I had a few losers on the day <laughs> as well. But the track in itself rode very, very well for everyone, and I don't think anyone had a bad word to say about it. And it dries very well too. It's got drain. It must have drainage uh, similar to Eagle Farm, if not, if not better. And I think going forward, when we're we're renovating these tracks or we're building new tracks, this drainage has to be looked at because we're getting the stage we won't have to deal with too many heavy tracks. I know that's probably not ideal for horses that like wet ground, but it's great for tipsters, I can tell you. <laughs> I yeah, hate no, them. for sure. It's, um, yeah, they've, they've done a fantastic job with the drainage system, every, everything really. Um, but as you say, you know, we had plenty of rain leading up to the Magic Millions, and I bet everyone was, you know, wondering, was it going to ride like a heavy track and, yeah. you know, be patchy and whatever. But honest to God, it's... Um, it rode very fair. You know, the first, the winner of the first race came from almost second, third, last. Then there was a leader. There was leaders. They were coming from all over the place. I come from midfield, so when you see that on a on a big race day, that's that's exactly the way everyone wants to see a track um, coping with uh, well, coping on a new track. You know, coming from behind, midfield, front doesn't matter. Very fair.
Uh, Martin, I, uh, I tipped a horse on Wednesday in the last race at Doomben called DeMarque and thought I was travelling pretty well in the run. When they headed for home, there was one that loomed up on my outside called Artful Girl. I don't think I've ever seen a horse travel as easy in a race into a race, and you were on it, and your course were too good for mine, but wow, did she travel well? Yeah, you can keep an eye on her. She's not done with her winning yet, I can guarantee you that. It's my first time riding. My first time riding was Kevin Kent. Um, but yeah, she... She's gonna be a good feed, and uh, yeah, there was nothing beating her off the last uh, off the last bend. That's for sure. No. He's a good man, Kevin Kemp, and when he likes one, when he likes to uh, <laughs> to uh, open the shoulders up and have a bet, he loves it. He loves it. Him and Judy, they often go to Chinese after they have a win. <laughs> they would have been there on Wednesday night then. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, but he's a, he's a good man, a great bloke to ride for, Martin. Yeah, for sure. It was, uh, say my first time riding for him, but. He didn't give me many instructions, but uh, I did get the feeling that he was quietly confident inside that um, she might just uh, turn up and do what she did. He was uh, he was smiling ear to ear leaving the paddock, so uh, he was definitely <laughs> smiling when we got back. When we got back into the paddock. Now you've got uh, uh, probably four, five rides tomorrow at Eagle Farm. I won't go through each and every one of them. Is there one that you're looking forward to riding uh, the most? Um, there's kind of. There's a mix between a few of them there, really, to be honest. Um, there's no standouts. Um, yep. There's no abandonings in there, that's for sure. Obviously, the <laughs> Matthew Dunn horse, um, he won yesterday at Switch Limbo Connection. He'll probably be scratched. Yes. Um, you know, there's, 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 there's probably, probably race seven, uh, Tony and Madam Sears. That horse could bounce back and, and run quite well. But, yeah... I've I've not ridden any of these horses before, so it's very hard for me to get a proper guide on them and, and give you one. But anyway, I'm still rolling from last Saturday, so I'll go into Saturday smiling, <laughs> and whatever happens, happens. If I get a winner, I get a winner. If not, we'll uh, we'll be. No, we'll, we don't. We'll continue on. I mean, after what you went through 12 months ago, uh, you should be you should be smiling. You've done a you've done a terrific job, and. Look, roll on the Winter Carnival. I mean, plenty of winners between now and then, uh, but the Winter Carnival's not too far away. Sammy, did you have something else? Well, Martin, I, I was just going to say that it, just this time round, um, you seem to be getting rides for, for a good um, broad group of trainers, and obviously uh, Mitch Spears do, does a super job with, with your rides, and but it just seems like you're getting few, few more opportunities and always, you know, when you're having luck, that always happens, doesn't it, for jockeys? No, for sure. Um, it was it was um, it was amazing after injury because you know I'm not going to start naming trainers, but everyone got behind me after injury, which was very nice to see and you know appreciated it massively. Because without trainer support, well, the winners would definitely be very scarce. Um, because you can't get winners without the trainer supporting you. But thankfully, got back and uh, by Lockwood gave me first winner back and. That, that was just a knock-on effect to more and more winners. But, you know, a lot of people to thank. Mitch Spears obviously doing a fantastic job. And a good friend of mine in Melbourne, Cameron Cook, you know, he um, there's not a day we don't call each other. And he, he helps me out with the feed maps massively. Um, I met Cameron Cook uh, a few years ago back in the UK. And we've been friends ever since. Ever, ever since. And, you know, we speak a few minutes most race days and we go through the speed maps and, yeah, what a fantastic job he helps me with as well. So I'm very thankful. I could go on for ages thanking people, but no, trainers and uh, <laughs> all, 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 all them guys behind me and the support has been unbelievable. And, uh, yeah, it's just nice to repay them uh, with a few winners, that's for sure. No, you've done a great job and uh, the future looks really bright. It's great to have you in Australia. And congratulations again on the, on the win last Saturday. 
Thank you very much. Thanks, Martin. Martin Harley joining us there, Sammy, as he as he regularly does, and uh, as a as a regular on the show, it's great to see him land one of the big races. And as I said, for what he's been through with that, you know, that neck break, I mean, that's just brave enough to get back in the saddle, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, and I noticed that a lot of um, Martin's obviously popular right around the world, and and he uh, got um, there was plenty of well wishes on on Twitter from jockeys yeah. over in England, in the UK, and and Ireland, and um, yeah, every a lot of people know Martin's story, and it, it's a huge huge effort for him to be back and um as he says he's getting great support and then it just rolls on from there it's uh, he, he's doing a super job great jockey as uh, we head to a break sammy did you know that the golden gray summer carnival lights up albion park this month with feature racing every thursday night we'll be back in a moment Is the punters, mate, on SEN. Sausage time, Sammy. I got one. I came with one today. Oh, okay. Is this because it's cost you? Yeah, he's... Uh, and you're still dirty on it? He's a cockroach. <laughs> he's a cockroach. All right. Go. DeMarco. Oh, no. The horse we were just talking about with Martin Harley. That he race eight. Rolled past. DeMarco. Oh, you silly sausage. Silly, silly sausage. But if that winner hadn't have been there, he would have won. Yeah, but do you know what? what? You say that. You say that. But these horses, they always run second. They'll, yeah. they'll, just they'll find, find another one. They'll find one. To, he's one win. How many? Four seconds or something? Yeah. Oh, yuck. Okay, well. Yeah, okay. DeMarco. I reckon you might have gone a bit hard there. Okay. He might prove you wrong. Right. But he might. I'm, I'm respecting your decision yeah. and your choice. Yeah. I'm going to go with two this week. Um, one from the same meeting that I keep tipping, but I'm not anymore. Tarps. Tarps went around yeah. in race number six. Now, I, to be honest, I'm not a jockey and I'm not a trainer, but I wish they'd ride this horse up on the speed. They did in that Magic Millions three and four-year-old, a four-year-old plus four. Um, and he folded, but they went like the clappers in front, so he was entitled to. But I wish they'd ride him up on speed in a midweeker. I really do, but they've had enough of him. So he goes in, as does a horse by the name of Zoo Tiger, trained by John O'Shea, runs around in Sydney. This horse, it just seems to start short all the time. Look at the prices here. 420, 480, uh, 460, and then 330 last week, got run over by Rubamos. It was a bit hard to catch. Right on the line when it looked home and hosed. Uh, you can have it. So I'm putting in Zoo Tiger and Tarps, and you're throwing in DeMarco. Yeah. We'll keep our eye on those horses. Yeah. Uh, you win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. On the Gold Coast, in the sunshine, a holiday paradise. 
Now, of course, we missed Gibbo last week, Sammy, because he was out uh, playing golf. Golfing. And he has since told me that he played very, very well. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's a good thing. And he might uh, be getting back into the swing of golf. Gibbo, is this correct? Yeah, there was an asterisk next to that played very, very well, Chris. The asterisk was for me. Ah, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So you didn't figure in Not the finish? Not overall, but very good for me. No, you weren't in the placings? Um, no. no, I was not. So, uh, But I was, I was very happy with that. I played at Lakeland. It's a great course on the Gold Coast. It's my favourite. Is it a Greg Norman course or Jack Nicholas course? Jack Nicholas, I think. Jack, I think, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Jack, I think sort it is. of based on sand too. All that rain through the week. I think it was nearly underwater on the Monday. And by Friday, it was just it was perfect. You would never know it. Yeah. No, they dry. It dries nearly as well as the Gold Coast racetrack. Yeah, yeah, that was a that was a success, wasn't it? it was um, yeah, you know, obviously, obviously only third day back, and there's you know there'll be a lot of work going forward, and you know to to just get it perfect. But you couldn't have asked for too much more. Third day back, eleven races, hundred ninety horses, two hundred mils early in the week. Um, yeah, big pat on the back for him. Race beautifully. It's a hell of a weekend, Gibbo. Um, look, I was lucky enough to go down to Sin City for a couple of days and uh, torch my, <laughs> myself on the Saturday night. And uh, it's, yeah, it, it can do it to you, can't it? I'd, like, you know, it's funny. Uh, when my wife started talking to me again this week, and I said, isn't it funny when you go, when you go down that highway and you, it's only an hour and 15 minutes away, but it's a different world. It is a different world. And, and that week, Sammy, as you said, it, it is a different week too. Like anyone in horse racing is usually here. You, you get a thousand invites to different things to see different people. And, yeah, wherever you go, there's always people to catch up with and it's always hard to get out of there. There's a fair bit of look at me going on too, I've noticed. <laughs> That's the Gold Coast. I was just going to say, say, that's that's what I meant. That is the Gold Coast. There's a big difference between the Gold Coast and the Sunshine Coast. I'm telling you, there's a massive difference. Yeah. Yeah, I always say the Gold Coast is 20 years behind Brizzy and the Sunny Coast is 15 years behind the Gold Coast. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right there. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe not. Not if I've got anything to do with it. Yeah. It is very different down here. It is very different. It's hard to explain the coast sometimes. Yeah, it's it certainly is. I haven't been to surface. I, I, I don't go to surface. Last time I went to surface uh, was the first time in about six or seven years. The only person I seen in a bikini was a bloke. Oh yeah, I think he still does the rounds. Yeah. That guy, Princess, his name is. Yeah, he's just lately. Yeah, <laughs> it is well, seriously. There's an article in the paper about him at one stage. I was. Oh, that's I was. Yep, I was there on the Sunday morning in the heart of it. I can tell you, oh, yeah? and, it, and it was hectic. It was really, really. You getting bacon and eggs for breakfast, were you? Oh, I, I was looking. I was actually looking for an ATM, and I couldn't. It was probably a good thing I couldn't find one of those. <laughs> I thought you would have had cash. I was looking for a restock machine. <laughs> now we don't have any racing at the Gold Coast tomorrow, Gibbo. You got any tips anywhere? Yeah, got a couple. Um, well, look, I thought. Centerstone was going to be the best bet in Brisbane on Saturday, and Mr. Waller has scratched and taken it to the last race in Sydney. So if I thought it yes. was a good thing up here and the leading benefactors to run it down there, I think we should probably be backing Centerstone in the last in Sydney. Okay, good. I, I agree with that. Um, and the last, yeah, and the last race in Brizzy. Look, Freedom Rally is the one they have to beat. I may Quinella it up with um, Shopping at Three and Eaglemont. Yep. I just. I just think the odds on is, is short enough freedom rally. It's only a tiny little query to trip, but 
if you if you watched the replay last time, shopping a spree was always going to need a run, and I thought it was nearly every bit as good as the fave. So shopping a spree can run really well, but um, yeah, I think they're sort of the three. Eagle Mont flying, so is the stable. Shopping a spree and Freedom Rally to sort of play around with them three in the last. He's a funny horse shopping a spree. I mean, he used to run up here when not trained by Chris Waller at the Sunshine Coast, and he was just an average horse, but. Gee, he's turned him around, hasn't he? I reckon he could win. I yeah. like him. He's got yeah. a good chance. Yeah, I reckon. Yeah, he, could win. he just just a couple of those runs last last prep. A couple of those wins were the wins of a good horse that you sort of think can yes. keep progressing. And for that reason, I just think that run was good enough. I think it was better than a pass mark fresh, and it could just sort of jump out of the ground with um, Jimmy riding from a good gate. All right, now are we back racing at the Gold Coast next Saturday. I'm not even sure that we are. I don't think we are uh, actually. Should be. I, look, no, we're I not. Don't know. I thought we were. This, I thought we were this week, Chris. So I don't know. That's how good I'm going. No, we're racing at Ipswich in the Sunshine Coast. So no Gold Coast meetings until um, Saturday. Not even. I don't know what's going on. There's no meetings at all. So uh, yes, we'll have to look into that as to why that is. Uh, I thought they'd race on the poly. Yeah, work it out. Yeah, I thought they, that's that's sort of what I thought too. But maybe there's uh, maybe there's other plans. Maybe there are. Oh, we'll find out, Gibbo. You have a great weekend. Many winners to you. Thank you so much for your time this afternoon. Thank you. You too, legends. Have a good weekend. You too. Thanks, mate. Yeah, Gibbo. Gibbo joining us there, as he always does. Great to chat with him. Um, now, Sammy, give me your best bets for the weekend. Radio. Let's get the money. Race six, number six, Petunia. Oh, get back, man. $26. $26. This is the congratulations, Barry Baldwin, Class 6 plate. Yes. And uh, Barry Baldwin, a uh, very successful trainer. He was the leading trainer in Macau. Uh, fitting that we were talking about Macau earlier in the show today. And, uh, yeah, Barry Baldwin did very well over there. And, uh, yeah, I reckon Petunia, second up. I backed it first up when Willow rode it. Went good, this. Uh, gee, I reckon it'll be hard to beat. Then I go race seven, number nine, Black on Beauty for Tony Golan. And then race 10, number six, Shopping Esprit, which Gibbo has already highlighted. All righty. I'm going to go with, I do think Freedom Rally will win the last, but I do want Black Figures, and I do think Shopping Esprit is a saver. Uh, best value for me, race four, number three, Blue Spinel is a mare trained by Tony Golan. You're going to get an each way price or better here. She really hit her straps last prep. She won three of her five races. She didn't finish any further back and forth. And she's trolled well and she draws a good gate for Ange Jones. I think she'll run really well. Unless she's a big drifter, I think she'll run really well. Blue Spinel. Uh, I like Bold Comic, race three, number one. One of Garnett Taylor's. Doesn't take too many to town these days, Garnett Taylor. But I think this one's got some ability. Comes out of that uh, last start race behind a bounding, the gold edition. Now, that's got to be a good form line. Uh, with the abounding, of course, winning last week. So they're the main two for me. In Sydney, I like a couple. You can throw in a multi. Race eight, number four, step aside. And race nine, number six, our Kobe son. Now, I'm looking for these South Australian tips. I know they're here somewhere on my phone. Here we go. Of course, we go to Gawler tomorrow. And, of course, the South Australian tips on Twitter or X is at South underscore tips. Anthony does a terrific job. Race one, number five. He, he, I tell you what he does do. He finds these horses with names that I can't pronounce and I don't know. Kuro Yangi for the win, race one, number five. <laughs> Kuro Yangi. Yanagi, it might even be. But anyway, it's race one, number five. Race two, number one. This is better. Test the law to win. Race three, number three. Second to none to win. 
and race five, number one, Jack's on ice to win. And one more, race eight, number three, nicely named, another Ponzi each way. So there we go. Race one, number five, race one, number five, the win, race two, number one, the win, race three, number three, the win, race five, number one, the win, and race eight, number three, each way. He's uh, confident tomorrow with tips in five races. Sammy, what's on for the weekend? Uh... Well, lot. I'm going to mow the lawns because uh, they. How uh, quickly is the grass growing? Oh, it's it's insane how quickly it grows, and so I'm going to do the lawns and then uh, yeah, just tidy up around the place. No trackside um, on the weekend. No trackside this weekend, which is good. So Monday, Tuesday, Thursday for me. Australia Day uh, next week. What do you think about all this hoo-ha about Australia Day? And I'm very patriotic, Sammy. So am I. I, love I, it. I just don't understand. I love it. Why, why do we need all this carry-on? Like it's, it's, it's the times we live in, unfortunately. Oh, it's, it's so weird, isn't it? You well, know, Mr. Whippy. Mr. I, read, I read that. Did you read, see the reason why um, Mr. Whippy was canned in Victoria? Why? It was back in 1991 because the council decided it was dangerous for children to run across the road to the Mr. Whippy van. It could cause an accident. Wow. But we get political here. You can still have them marching through town in a protest. Yeah. <laughs> Gee whiz. So work that one out. What do you reckon, Cohen? You're younger than us. You might have a different perspective. Hang on a second. I'll just backtrack a little bit. Sammy, are you doing the lawns and cleaning up around the house on your own tuition? Yes. He enjoys that. I am. I'm I'm a big... Look, I'm very, very... I love doing the lawns. Love mowing. And and I love it when we've had a week of rain. Yeah. I'd love to mow tomorrow and then it rains tomorrow afternoon. I'd love that. And then by Wednesday, it's grown again. Have you seen that guy (laughs) on YouTube who goes around and mows people's lawns for free? Yes, I have. Really? Yeah, the ones yeah. that they're out of control. They're terrible. They look like they've been mown Can for I tell years. you a crazy story? Yeah. This, so Trevor and Barb lived a couple of doors up. They've since moved, and I bought the ride-on mower that Trevor had because I used to mow his lawns. They got a bit old. Yep. And now I found myself doing Margaret's lawn and Trevor <laughs> and Barb's, they're, they're uh, the people so who are renovating the, the house. Side. So now I'm mowing all these lawns in the street. Now I'm doing it for Nick's. Just, oh. Just doing it because I love doing the ride, getting oh, on the ride on. Lawn enthusiast. <laughs> you you put have to your... create a YouTube channel for Sammy. <laughs> do you put your ear pods in like the jockeys yeah, when you yeah, do it? Yeah, of course I do. <laughs> Start up the little green field and away it goes. So <laughs> good. better than mowing the lawn. <laughs> All right. Thanks so much for joining us on the Punters Mate on this Friday afternoon. We will be back next week with another edition. Me winners to everyone.